This episode is brought to you by Literati and Quip, and we are very excited to have them on board. Very excited. We are. <laughs> very excited. Hello. Hello. Uh, welcome to If These Ovaries Could Talk. Oh my God, welcome. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something really dark there. No, I was good. I was just thinking about the fact that it's Halloween week. And it how, is. Oh, we forgot to say I'm Robin. And I'm Jamie. I was about to go there. Do, do you like Halloween? I mean, psh, I can take it or leave it. Ugh. A big part of my family loves Halloween. They get so into it. And I just don't really it's get that It's not my it. jam. Mm-hmm. And now with kids, I don't mm-hmm. know when it surpassed Christmas, but I feel like there's 47 Halloween parties. Oh my God. We have no less than six parties. Maxine wants to do three different outfits. What? And I was like, we're buying you one outfit. Like, I don't know what you're doing with these other two. Like, make it make it work yourself. Like, it's your little Project Runway moment because I'm not doing it. Wow. And she's always like, what are you going to be? And every no. year, do you know what I tell her I'm dressed up as? What? I'm dressed up as a badly dressed lesbian. That's what I go as every single year. (laughs) That's basically what we do too. Anne and I are both not into it. And we don't dress up, but we have Rose's school Halloween fest to go oh, to. Geez, so all the yeah. parents are like, what are you going to do? Are you going to dress up? You know, I just got like mom shamed this morning because I'm not. They didn't shame me. But well, they do, I do one of those pre- whole family costume oh, things. Oh, my God. There's, oh, my God. They're both going as Maleficent or this one's going. Like, I can't. Eat, and no. I was like, I no. don't. Uh, they were like, I have a witch hat. You want to wear the witch hat? I don't even want to wear the witch hat, but I will. Oh, there's also, there's nothing worse than just like doing like that one thing. <laughs> like then you just look like you've really phoned it in. Like you either have to do nothing or everything. I know it's bad, but I know that the kids would love it if we got dressed up. I don't know that my kids even care. They want the candy. Yeah, that's true. I don't even know. I don't know. It's too much. It's a lot. What do you guys do at home? Do you guys get dressed? Of course you do. Oh my God, tell Everybody's us better than us. Oh, everybody should send us pictures. Mm. Um, um, share on, share with us pictures on, on their, in our Facebook group yeah. about what you do with your family. Yeah. Or tell us. <laughs> this week at Patreon, if you want to join our Patreon community, we've got some extra bonus content with today's guest. Mm-hmm. 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 So you should join. What else is over there? We also have Patreon community. parenting tips fertility talk and general idiocy with Jamie and Robin, your, your lovable hosts. I mean, I do think they know that that's going to be there for sure. (laughs) Yeah. So hit up patreon.com slash ovaries talk and join us. Join us. There's so many videos up right now. There are for our our few patrons. I mean, there's like 20 videos up. (laughs) I don't know if anyone wants that much content from us, but it's there for you. (laughs) Come check it out. It's fun. But without further ado, because we've been talking and rambling way too long. Our guests, our Let's guests get were, to them. were listeners, Brit and Liss. Brit and Liss, and they have such fun names to say. Let's 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 bring them in. Okay, they're in Texas, but let's let's <laughs> let's dial them in. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Oh my God. Hi guys. We have Liss and Brit with us. Hi, Liss hey. and Brit. Listen, Britt, our listeners who wrote in to tell us their story, and we were like, all right, obviously you have to be on our podcast. Because mm-hmm. it's an interesting one. It is. Mm-hmm. And, and it's one we haven't really heard. First, they're coming from, you guys, where are you in Texas? Austin? Or where are you in Texas? You in Texas? Yeah, we're in Did Benton, which is uh, north of Dallas. Give us the elevator, elevator pitch, pitch of Listen, Britt. All right. So you're talking to two artists. So uh, we have a Yay, weird one. Yay, artists. We have a weird one for you. Oh, I love okay. it. Okay. And just to set the tone, they both have the most funky, amazing glasses, yeah. and we love them. <laughs> They're Thank cool. You. Okay. So I'm the palm tree, oh. and Liz is the disco ball. I'm the disco ball. Yeah. The disco ball and the, and the palm, palm tree. tree. Yeah. Both fun. Let's unpack that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> but yeah, also, so it works on a lot of levels. Yeah. So that's like the, the visual pitch. But also, like, we've been together for 13 years. 
And what? you look so young. You guys are babies. <laughs> we met in high school. We did. Wow. We hooked wow. up in high school, but we didn't get together until college. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, wow. And we just started family planning in the last few years. Yeah. I take about How did the a- disco ball and the palm tree fit in with the uh with the family planning or with the with your meeting in high school and my multi layers? So we were talking about this the other day, like, all right, what's our elevator pitch? And we just came up with it and this was like, Okay, well, why are you a palm tree? And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, you know, right. I'm like I'm kind of flexible, but most of the time I'm just like, you know, a solid, stable, like you know, stay the course kind of person. And I like survives in a hurricane. Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like she would survive exactly. any storm. Yeah. And Liz was like, wow, that's so succinct. And I was like, well, why are you a disco ball? And she's like, well, there's this one thing. And then like, there's this other thing. And like, I'm just like really like, you know, I'm really reflective, but I'm also like always ready to, you know, party. And like, I just, I love this and I love that. And I really love And I'm like, okay, you are such a disco ball. Yeah. Like light bouncing everywhere off of every surface. I mean, even my glasses are glittered. So I know I was going to say that you have sparkly oh my God, my, glasses. My daughter would love the crap out of those <laughs> yeah. glasses. Me yeah. too. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I also just uh, so in my yeah. dreams, I'm a tall person. So yeah, we're both me very too. Short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you are. What's the height factor over there? I'm like five four. This oh, is five probably, one. Yeah, five okay, one. I gotta take this back to high school. So you hooked up in high school. What year was this that you were in high school? Because my high school girls were not hooking up in my high school. Mm. So when did this happen? So like we met through mutual friends, and I was like one of the only out people in our high school. You were out. And I like advocated, you know, I was like out and proud. Like I came out in the newspaper and I was like, I'm going to be gay. And like all these things. Um, <laughs> I was definitely. As soon as I meet a girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she definitely was not out. Not out at all. But yeah. like, every, I mean, our entire school knew that like Liz is the gay one. Yeah. Like she's the gay oh, person wow. at this school. And so like, you know, I knew of her and I knew about her and secretly I was like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, no, I know there was this girl named Jane at my high school who was totally gay, but she wasn't out. But she drove like a motorbike to school every morning. She had short yeah. blonde hair. Anybody yeah. who went to high school with me who's listening is like, oh, because I had such a crush on her. Yeah, Liz had her car with like knew. her million bumper stickers, you know, about like uh, your HRC. Like, you know, yeah, and like- exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. So that's so funny. Anyway, even high school. your question, it was, uh, it was like yeah. 2003. That's when Mary and I got together. Yeah. Really? That's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so we you were, were you you hooked up in high school, so that happened. Yeah, and then you got together later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Britt moved to Austin for college, and I was seeing someone at the time that we hooked up, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> and uh, like you do, you know. Um, yeah, but it happens. I knew, like, the second that we got together, like, I knew that I wanted to be with her, and there was no question in my mind at that point, and so. I broke up with the person I was seeing and I basically called her and was like, Hey, I'm going to move to Austin. And like, <laughs> I don't know. It was literally like that. Yeah. Like she called me and she was like, Hey, you're in Austin, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I think I'm going to move there. And I was like, <laughs> no, no pressure, but like, I just want to be around you and I want to hang out and I want to like see what happens. And we like, you hauled it. We, we totally you hauled it. Hardcore. Yeah. You disco ball, you hauled it. Yeah. Yeah. Disco ball. <laughs> Uh, Robin, why is your toothbrush on the desk right there? <laughs> it's my old electric toothbrush. It conked <laughs> out and I brought it to remind myself to get another one today. Shut oh up. My God. Okay, listen, you need to get a Quip toothbrush. 
I just got one and I'm loving it. Not only does it have this sleek, intuitive, pretty design that is way less clunky than that vibrator of a brush you got right there. (laughs) It's also so simple to use. And it comes, get this, with a travel cap that doubles as a mirror mount. Wow. I know. It's so light and pretty looking and sleek and I that I hang it on my mirror. No more clutter in my bathroom. It looks so nice. Oh, okay. I like that because when we travel, I can't travel with my electric toothbrush because oh. it's like got all the plugs and that this is I'm interested. Yeah. Keep, keep telling well, me more. You know what? You're gonna love what I have to say right now. Quip automatically delivers brush heads to you every three months. <sighs> oh, you know, I love that. So clean new bristles. Come to you right on schedule, so you never have to shop for a toothbrush again, Robin. You had me at delivery. I we know. know this. And they have brushes for kids, too. Oh, amazing. I know. This is good for the kids, too. Quip also has these sensitive sonic vibrations that give you, like, this effective clean that's gentle on your gums. Did you know that people brush too hard and some electric toothbrushes are too abrasive? Like that I, I one you have, that. that one you have hey, right hey, there. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know, you need to get rid of that. Quip toothbrushes also come with a built-in timer, good for the kiddos, mm-hmm. to make sure you brush for the dentist recommended two minutes with 30-second pulses uh, to remind you to switch sides for an even that. clean. Because oh, I don't, don't know they? what they're doing. My daughter just sucks on it. Yeah. I'm like, are you brushing your teeth? I know. Anyway. I know. Um, Quip's thoughtful features make brushing something you actually want to do twice every day. Which is so important. I'd like to do it right now. I just had lunch. It'd be great. <laughs> With that thing. I don't know. Good habits matter to live a healthier life, Robin. Did you know that? So I would like to help you and your family form fresh oral health habits. With I Quip. All right. All right. You're welcome. All right. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, there's no wires, no clunky charger. Nope. It runs for three months in a single charge. I'm ordering now. What else is there? Uh, well, we have a deal for all <gasps> our listeners. Quip starts at just $25 and you'll get your first refill free at getquip.com slash OCT. I mean, this is just a very simple way to support our show and start brushing better, but you have to go to getquip, which is com slash OCT and you get your first refill free. That's it. Be like Robin and go right now to get com slash OCT. All right, I'm doing it. Do it. We started talking about having, I mean, we always wanted to have kids. We always wanted to have family. Um, it takes me about 10 years to commit to anything. And she's so. a true Capricorn, <laughs> true <laughs> Capricorn. Um, but so, yeah, it literally took her 10 years to come around to marriage. It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. is about. You got there. Yeah, we I got did. there. Um, but we've always known that we wanted kids and like and an extended family in some way, shape or form. Um, but we had no idea like where we were going to be or how that was going to happen or what it was going to look like. And we started talking about it when we were living in Boston, actually. And like the politics in Boston are so different than the politics Mm -hmm. of Texas. And if we were still in Boston, we would probably already have kids because it would be much easier process. In what way? Just like from the legal side of things, as well as like the kind of social norm, right? Like we have friends Mm -hmm. who have adopted in liberal cities and they get placements really quick. And we have Mm -hmm. friends here who have adopted and it's taken them like five or six years. Mm -hmm. So there's like a huge... Discrepancy because they're because they're gay because they're LGBT yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so mm-hmm. like a lot of the adoption agencies in the south specifically are private owned and a lot of them have religious you know have religious sure. relations Relations, and they'll always place in straight families like heteronormative families or single parents Mm. before they place with LGBT families really Mm. yeah so basically we would have to work with an adoption agency out of the state which is like really expensive and there's all these hurdles and so and I've always wanted to get pregnant I've always wanted to carry Um, I think Brit has too and it's we we just kind of got to this place where we were like okay like 
this makes the most sense. And this is, we have the most like autonomy over yeah, this Yeah, the most part. control over the timeline and just sort of. And the financial side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So what have you decided to do? So we have a known donor um, oh. and we are both planning to carry using the same person's sperm. Not at the, at at the, the same, same time. time. No, I, okay, man, okay. I was advocating for that so hard. I still am kind <laughs> no. of just so that it's here on record. Um, that's what. <laughs> what's I your list? What's your objection to carrying at the same time? Okay. Is it the twins of it or is Honestly, it the. I'm just so afraid that if we tried to get pregnant around the same time, we would not be able to be each other's support person in labor and delivery. Mm. So I mean, like, that's probably a very valid concern. That is valid. So it's like, I mean, just, you know, I want, like, when, when when I give birth, I want Britt to be the person that, like, catches that baby like a football. Like, I don't mm. want anyone, you know, like, and if she's 12 <laughs> months pregnant, that's not going to happen. So <laughs> did you just say 12 months pregnant? <laughs> I mean, nine months pregnant. <laughs> you know, I, I, thought you're I, thought she, I thought she was being, like, exaggerating for a yeah. fact. I, I liked I was it. Go with it. it out. Drawing it out. Go with it. I love it. I love that. No, I understand not wanting to be pregnant at the same time. I mean, and I don't know if you're you're thinking this way, but I would be thinking a little bit like that nine months is your nine months to like, it's your moment. Like you're the pregnant one. You're the one that gets to sit down and be like, no, I want to sit down. I'm tired. No, I'm pregnant. No, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Like there would be no be right. split up. Yeah. There have like, been in a dreamland. It makes a lot of sense. But in reality, I was just like, no, <laughs> we also right. live on a third floor walk up. So yeah. I think, Ooh. you know, <laughs> Ooh, when you're pregnant, you're going to want to worst. <laughs> stairs are the worst when you're pregnant. That's the one thing I remember from pregnancy that I was like, but somewhere in the I neighborhood of a hundred times worse than that is carrying a stroller up and down three flights oh, and all of the baby gear. Like you're going to need to move. We have <laughs> you leave the stroller downstairs. Just lie yeah. No, I've seen no, some like on the bike rack. Yeah, at it's, our so it's still yeah. it's a pain in the ass. It, it is. You kind of want to bring the baby in the and, and you're carrying the things and the and oh no. Yeah, <laughs> and also but we'll, we'll I'm, get there. I'm two years older than Brit. I'm 32 and she's 32. 30. Okay, yeah, and so I think it kind of makes sense to try and stagger it just a little bit so that maybe. Okay. I mean, you still got quite a bit of time, but, but I, I understand what you're saying. You do want to, you know, that makes sense. So Liz, you're going to go first. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's would- been decided. And Brett, you know that you're going to carry later on. Mm-hmm. That's the it plan. It is decided. Yep. It is decided. And a known donor. Yeah. So we- Let's get into that. We have a friend. He's like a cis straight dude and we've known him for like our entire relationship almost. Did you guys go to high school with him too? No, we met him <laughs> in, in college. college. Yeah, We've known him for like 10 years. But we always just ident- – like I don't even know how that started. But when we first started talking about like, oh, maybe we, we – like I was like, oh, I really want to get pregnant. And we wanted to start a family. We were like, who do we know that would like be a person that we could ask like in our orbit? And he was always just like the person that we were like – oh, this person, we should, this person will be like the perfect, we used to call him BD, our baby daddy. And then we realized that that was really- In the privacy of our own home only. Not to him. <laughs> no. Except, <laughs> except, so basically three years ago, three years ago, we got married um, and I got a little too drinksy at our wedding. And I, he was at our wedding and I started introducing him to our friends as Oops. our BD. And he was like, oh. what's BD? And we were like, <gasps> baby daddy. And <laughs> at this point, we had never even mentioned, we never mentioned anything, it, yeah. uh, like anything even close to the possibility of him being our sperm donor. Like he had no oh. idea that we were even 
concocting this plan, right? And so he said that and he was just like, or I was like, I said, oh, yeah, we call you that. Like Britt and I call you that because we said that if we ever wanted to get pregnant, we would ask you to be the donor because you would just be like the perfect fit for us. And he was like, like, oh, nervous, nervous giggle. (laughs) And that was was like, where's the open bar? (laughs) Yeah, right. Where's the bar? Yeah. Robin, I need your help. My first grader is supposed to be learning to read and she hates it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Seriously, having her practice at home is really hard. All she wants to do is watch Descendants and do cartwheels. I don't know what to do. I can't get her to practice. I like to do that. But listen, (laughs) forget about that. What you need to do is get her literati. Oh, geez. Here we go with the Harry Potter references. You're an idiot. No. Literati (laughs) is the subscription book club that makes it easy to find unique and interesting books for your kids. So Rose will be excited to read Mm. because Literati mails five teacher-approved books to your kid every month. It's the book club subscription that teachers buy for their very own kids. Oh, well, she definitely loves getting boxes in the mail. I know that. Who doesn't? (laughs) Right. Well, you do. Each literati book contains five age, and this is the important part, age-appropriate books that are based on a theme. So like The Spirit of Adventure Mm -hmm. or The Animal Kingdom. And then it also, they they throw in like a little exclusive original art and a personalized note to your kid. I mean, Maxine like loves it when her literati box comes. Hmm. And we just, we found so many great new books that way. We don't have to like just wander around the library. Mm-hmm. Each month the books come, we get the ones we want, and then we return the rest. It's oh. so easy and it's free. I love me I some- mean, the, the returning is free. Easy and free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. That's good. But- Do you really think she's going to be excited to read because she gets a box? Yes. We joined because I read that all these parents and teachers across the country are seeing differences in their kids' lives. Mm. Like one parent shared that Literati, after about a year of joining the club, their second grader is reading at a fifth grade level. And she's like an insatiable reader now. So, I mean, I think that box is going to be a conduit to reading. Well, I don't need her to become a genius or anything like that. I just need her to enjoy reading. Yeah. (laughs) I mean- all I'm saying is one more cool thing that you'll love is that if you buy all the books in your literati box, you can use the empty box mm-hmm. to donate these gently used books to an underserved community. Basically, all you have to do is send them back to literati and they will find them new homes in places like public school districts and women and children's shelters. Ooh, right? now you got me sold. Come on. I'm heading to literati.com now. At a girl. Thanks. All you got to do for a limited time for our listeners is go to literatibooks.com and use the promo code OVERIES for $20 off your first box. Uh, plus... Kids three and up get a special blacklight pen. Ooh, amazing. This is their best offer available anywhere, people. To get it, you have to go to literatibooks.com, promo code OVERIES, O-V-A-R-I-E-S, for $20 off your first box, plus a free blacklight pen for kids three and up. Literatibooks.com, promo code OVERIES. OVERIES. What was the criteria? You said that there was only one person in your orbit that felt like it would fit for you. What was the thing that made him be a fit for you? Like close, but not too close? Like what's the- Yeah, we wanted someone who we knew we could maintain sort of a distant relationship with, you know, from now on, but somebody who wasn't super, super close. You know, we want our kids to be able to know who this person is and Mm -hmm. to- know that he's the donor, but we definitely don't want any sort of uncle relationship or like, you know, like any parental kind of thing. And so, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think a lot of it for us was personality, honestly. Yeah. Like he's a really nice, dependable person. And like, yeah. he's always been around and are like supported us. And like, 
just wanted the best for us. And so I think that was like a major contributor. And I also just feel like I didn't want to use anonymous sperm because I felt like I wanted to give our kids the opportunity, which you can do with anonymous sperm, right? If they're open to like meeting the kids later on, but like I wanted to make it so that our children could decide what kind of relationship they want to have with him instead Mm -hmm. of like predefining before they're 18. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like, as long as like it's identified and there's like a clear boundary as like us as parents, like I believe that the more love a child has, the better their life is. And so mm. I don't think there's anything to hide in terms of like, and I have a very small family. So it's like, I think it's just like a way of building a queer family in a weird, distant way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what has the conversation with him been about how we're going to structure this. Have you guys brought in lawyers to this or a contract or is it all? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. So So, you're doing it the, the law, the law way. Yeah, for sure. Well, like three years, fast forward three years later and we met up with him Mm -hmm. and we were like, Hey, well, we wrote to him on Facebook first and we were like, Hey, remember that time that I drunkenly (laughs) said this about you? Like (laughs) now it's a reality and we really want to start trying to have kids. Like, are you open to this conversation? The two of us. And we were like, that's not really a conversation. That's not really something you can ask someone like via text or Facebook message. (laughs) Right. So like we need to like meet up and talk about it. But then we were like, what if he turns us down? Awkward if we like, you know, went to dinner or something and asked him this question and he was just like, yeah, no. Pass, hard pass. So we sort right. of like introduced the conversation <laughs> on Facebook uh-huh. online. Yeah. And then we met uh, up and talked for like three hours. Yeah. And well, it, how long did it take him to get back to you? <laughs> I, were you like biting your nails? Like, oh my God. What it was pretty intimate. I want to say it was like within, I don't know, a few 10 minutes. or 20 minutes. Yeah. Wow. wow. And he was like, to be honest, I've had three years to think about it. And like, yes. <gasps> oh. In the message, he said that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then wow. you met up. And then I got kind like, of nervous about- because I was like, oh, God, like he doesn't really know. Like what if he thinks that we're asking him to be like some sort of like third parent Figure. or. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, God, like I don't like, you know, we just asked him to be this part of our lives. And vague, what if he thinks that it's going to be something lives. that it's not? And mm-hmm. so I got really nervous about it at that point. But then we met in person and we were all totally like on the, on same, the same page. page. And just like he was like you know, I'm totally fine being as involved or uninvolved as you guys define and like want me to be. And like, I'm totally willing to like, if you want my family to know or not know, or like, like basically like you set the course and I'll follow your lead. And I, we both were just like, okay, this is like, this is going to work. Like, you know? Wow. Yeah. So what exactly is the agreement you're going in with? We kind of went into this blind So Mm -hmm. we like didn't know what was needed or not needed because there's nothing online that's like a golden path that says like, okay, you have a donor, like this is what you need to do. Right. So like we found a doctor. It was like the only doctor in the area that had LGBT listed on their website that Mm -hmm. they like supported LGBT patients. Which is how we all choose our doctors. You see like a a a gay couple. Like there's a picture of a gay couple. You're like, that's our doctor for us. (laughs) Basically everything about that doctor was awful, except for the fact that they gave us a map, basically. Like Mm -hmm. he was like, okay, like you need to, here's a lawyer that we work with in the DFW area and he charges this amount and you need to draw up all of the legal documents before we get started. Like he gave us like these like nuggets of information. And so some of it actually turned out to be bullshit. Oh, some of it was total bullshit. Yeah. Like what? He was saying that all of us needed to undergo psychological evaluations. Uh That could have been his 
his place, his not practice. legally, but they ask you to. Oh, right? and also he was saying that he was requiring. So we had this conversation after we realized, after we started to feel a little uncomfortable with this doctor, we were kind of talking and we were like, you know, it's really hard to know what is required and what is recommended. Like what is actually required that yeah. we have to do to make this happen and what mm-hmm. is recommended. And he was requiring a lot of bullshit that like, like tests and he wanted to meet with the donor himself Wait, and interview what? him. For like a personal interview. A personal yeah. interview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we would have to pay. I think it was like 350 bucks. Yeah, we something. would have to pay. I mean, for he's this. not, he's not that, qualified what's, what's your business? to interview psychologically. Right. A, any, yeah. Oh my right. God, I'm so mad on your behalf right yeah. now. Yeah. So that, yeah. Was, that was really the breaking point, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. It was but that's if you're, if there, that happens if there's a problem. If there's infertility. He's again, once again, treating you like you're an infertile couple before you're even there right. but also an infertile couple who can't make their own decision i know i'm just i'm like right. like what did he did when you called him out on that did he even say or why did you call him out okay or so did you I reach like gfy multiple times i actually like when, oh. when we once we found another doctor okay so back to the legal thing so we went to this lawyer and the lawyer wrote a document that was basically like a what is it it's like a Sperm donor agreement or no donor it's just, yeah. like, or It says that our donors gave up all his rights. Relinquishing his parental rights. Um, we're the you know owners yeah. of, of any children. And then we actually yeah. had to have him alter the standard contract to say that we could disclose who he is to others. Yeah. That because I guess the standard know. is that donors are supposed to remain anonymous and you're right. not allowed to disclose who they are, even to your family. So you altered that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so now our, our understanding in New York state where we are is that a judge can still say, yeah, thank you. You have that, but we don't have to, um, we don't have to abide by that. Mm-hmm. If like the, a parent died or something like that, is that the same in Texas? Yeah. So we'll still have to do second parent adoption. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, and also in the state of Texas, there's a really bananas thing. Um, so you cannot try to conceive at home or the donor can claim legal rights. So you have to go through a medical profession. You mean with an, with, with an, with, what if you got sperm from a sperm bank? Same thing. So so Texas defines donor as opposed to parent as a person who gives their sperm to a medical professional. Yeah. So no basically, where but it's also is. just basically, yeah, what if they gave it to you a, can't do it the gay way. Like you what, can't no, just, no. you can't have gay sex to have a baby. Like no. you can't do it with your wife. No. You have to have a, a medical doctor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't it a donor bank that they're giving the sperm to? Doesn't that count? That doesn't count. So in the state of Texas also, you cannot pay for egg or sperm. Like there's not a sperm <sighs> bank in the state of Texas. Like people... So basically when we went to that doctor, he was also like, this is a sperm bank in California. That's, yeah. This yeah. Is a That's sperm when everybody goes to Seattle. It. This is in Virginia. In, yeah. And he was like, there's no sperm banks in the state of Texas because it's not legal to sell like sperm or eggs in the state of Texas. So you can store them here. So yeah. So we got all the legal shit done. And then we were talking to our donor and we had him scheduled to like go in and meet. we were like, I guess that we're just going to have it. We're just going to do it with this doctor because we literally couldn't find another doctor that listed LGBT fertility on their website. And so we were like, mm-hmm. okay, well, at least they're like laying everything out and like, you know, yeah. it'll be fine. And you're already so far down the road. Mm-hmm. Right. And so Britt did a lot of research and found another doctor who's like been amazing. Yeah. But she doesn't have anything about LGBT families on her website at all. So oh, I basically, inclusion. yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing no inclusive. inclusive language. So how all. did you find out that she would be accepting? 
So I, I mean, I was so frustrated at this point and I pretty much emailed her and I was like, Hey, we're gay. Will Is you that help okay? us? <laughs> <laughs> um, and they were like, yeah, sure. Make an appointment. So we did. And it was, it was totally fine. She's really great. Yeah. So where are you in the process right now? Our donor finishes. So he finished six cycles of donations. Um, mm-hmm. And then we waited the FDA six month mandatory quarantine. Um, And so on Monday of this week, he went in for his 180 day blood work and the sperm was released. And as of tomorrow, they're delivering the first file to our doctor's office. Oh, wait, now question. He went in for six months. How many vials do they get each month they go in? Oh, he only went in for six donations. Six vials. Six vials. Oh, okay. So one, one donation is one vial. Yes. Yes. Oh, because I, I guess the I banks, thought there would be a lot. Well, no, the banks say that out of one donation, they get <clears throat> multiple vials. So it depends if it's on washed or if unwashed. it's washed or unwashed, if it's for IUI or IVF or ICI. Yeah. ICI, yeah. Yeah, ICI. Yeah. ICI is like turkey baster. Yeah. Oh, I see. <clears throat> IUI has to be washed because they're putting it right by the uterus. Right. ICI, they can just put in unwashed. Right. It's That's cervical, smart. intracervical. Look at you. I know. Look at me. I mean, I was doing, we, proud we, we even got that this. much out. Look at us. So which are you doing? So we're doing IUI. So that was part of the thing, right? So we went to this first doctor and we were like, we would, we just want to try as natural as possible. Like we don't want any drugs. Like we just want to try yeah. to go. We have this donor lined up. Like what do we need to do to make it happen? And he was basically mm-hmm. like, well, first you need to do these thousands of dollars of tests. And first I need to interview him and all these things. And we were like, okay, bye. And no, also yeah. here's a link to the lending club.com to pay for it all, <laughs> What's to pay for it all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then on top of that, after we, after I emailed them very bluntly and said like, you're awful, like fuck off, basically, they then sent an email that was like, to all their LGBT clients and they, the bitches forgot to BCC. So everybody's emails. And I was like, I emailed them and I was like, this is a FERPA violation and you need to remove me from your list right now. Like before I report Whoa. you further, basically. Oh my God. Amazing. And I love that you just blew out FERPA. Like, I don't even know what that is. Is it like HIPAA, but yeah, but with it's or maybe with it is. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Ferb. With Ferb. <laughs> Hippo with a Ferb. <laughs> By the way, that is now the title of this episode. Hippo with a Ferb. Hippo with a Ferb. We went he to was... this other doctor and she was like, yeah, like you guys are both totally healthy. Like your blood work looks great. Like there's no reason why we should assume that we need to do any kind of like uh, intervening unless there's a yeah. problem. And we were yeah. like, right. okay. So she was basically like, okay, and it's only going to cost $200. And we were like, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> like, thank you. So no, we've just been waiting. Goodness. We've just been waiting, waiting, waiting. I have a question for Britt. So mm-hmm. like, I know Liz, you're, you're the one in the hot seat for all this, right? Like, cause you're the body that's going to be undergoing it. Being the, the lesbian wife on the side, like, was there a difference between how this woman doctor treated you versus how the Dude, doctor, I don't mean to make it a guy and a girl doctor, but just like the first doctor versus the second, like, is that, was that, tell me, tell us about your feelings with that. Cause I feel like there's gotta be something there. I mean, yes, but I actually feel like with the, the dude doctor, it was the way he talked about everything was so like sci-fi and kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, like he was like, all right, we're going to put you on this drug and then we're in complete control of your cycle Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. we have control of this and we have control of this. And then I go in and I manipulate this. And it was just very like, not even clinical. It was just so, so 
Like it was like he had some God complex. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And so he sort of talked to both of us because when we went for both of these appointments with him and with the new doctor, we were sort of like... And they he were was also pushing us. us. He was also yeah. pushing reciprocal. Yeah. Like he was yeah. like, oh, well, I'll take yeah. her eggs and put them in you. And we were like, of no. Of course it was because it costs way more money. Right. And like we both want to carry. Like, <laughs> Right. Yeah. I, I just think that they, the way that the system is set up is not designed for our community. Right. Like they are, they are set up to treat people who have infertility issues. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Like, I'm sorry for any person straight or gay that has to go through that. Right. But like, they are, look at you like... I don't even think it comes from a money place. I think their odds and their percentages of of success rates Mm -hmm. are reported Mm -hmm. and they are constantly like, I got to get this done in the quickest possible way because that is going to be my statistic. And there's a lot of women out there who are going right to the numbers Mm -hmm. to see this doctor is going to make my baby the fastest because I'm 42 and I'm an SVP at this media company and I make 400 grand a year. So money's not an object, at least in New York. Yeah. And the first doctor had a money back guarantee which was all like he was like a shyster on a on a like a poster in the subway is what he feels like that's right right yeah he did so the ivf from him it was only for ivf and his ivf costs like 40 grand or something yeah it was like 40 what and he was like that will include up to three ivf attempts and if i don't get you pregnant within those three attempts then i'll give you your money back Oh, so he did, made it like a package deal, right, dude? And I bet but, that. But what if you got trained. pregnant on the first one? Then he keeps the forty thousand. Mm-hmm. What? I'm so glad you left this guy. I can't like I feel wow. so protective of you too. The other thing is, you know, like when Robin and I. Well, actually, no, not when you went because we didn't you have were a younger. Baby together, Jamie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when I went, like at least both Anne, my wife, and I were both old, considered geriatric pregnancies so like the interventions were not they seem they seem yeah it was like okay right yeah we're gonna need some assistance because our ovaries are not looking so hot but like you guys are your spring chickens you know so it's it's infuriating actually that once again like they're not taking this holistically we were just talking about this robin about the medical field and how like were we yes we were before (laughs) so many things happened since that conversation i'm sorry but it's really frustrating for you guys especially that you're being treated as these infertile women, which yeah. you are not. Well, you don't know yet, don't but know yet. you pr- right. most Who likely are not. You know, we're going to just, we're medical professionals and we're going to say you're not. <laughs> Jamie and I know what we're talking about. Yours is going to be a baby very soon. Well, hopefully, All right. Because next week we go, next, I'm supposed to ovulate next week. So next week is like go time. Yeah. So you are going to do an IUI next week. Next week. Mm-hmm. Yes. Holy That's crappity cool. do wow. that. I'm so, Jamie, don't you feel like nostalgic? Like, because um, I was just like editing the chapter in the, this morning. It's so funny that you're saying this. I was just editing the chapter in our, our forthcoming book coming out in May, May 5th. Um, but I was editing the chapter where I did my first IUI and sitting on the bench, like thinking, oh my God, there's sperm inside me, yes. which was just not a normal thing. <laughs> like, obviously. And then be like, maybe I'm pregnant. Yeah. And just, and then, and Mary just being like this. because she was so like detached but it's like so funny to hear you to like to have just remembered that for my process and to hear you talking about it yeah like what do you feel like what are you feeling about this 
Well, they we called the sperm bank like two days ago to make sure everything was set up for the transit on Friday. And he said, okay, I'm going to look at the vial counts and tell you like which one we're sending over. And he was like, okay, I picked one. How much did it have in it? It was like 32.7 million, million sperm. <gasps> That's fantastic. That's good, right? Anything over 12, anything yeah. over 12 is like bang up. So he was like, so. this is the golden, like this will be the first one and this is a great count. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, so I've been talking to her lately. I've been talking about like, oh my God, like I've never had sperm inside me. Like Mm -hmm. psychologically, like that's going to feel weird, but also it's like necessary for the process. I was telling one of my coworkers that we were going next week and she was like, wow, you know, your wife must be so brave. Like I can't imagine putting your feet up in stirrups and just like, you know, sitting there waiting for them to do that. And I was like, you know, I can't imagine have like having a dude between my legs. So, yeah. <laughs> and also, also it's 14 seconds. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. it is like, like that while I did one of my IUIs, the doctor was going, oh, because at the time I, I worked at MTV and he was like, oh, you work at MTV? He was like, I know somebody, her name's so-and-so. She does, she's a producer. And then he was like, and we're done. I'd, seriously. And he walked out of the room and Mary goes, that was so romantic. That, oh every, every time after Ann and I would be like, romantic, huh? Because they yeah. were always taught, the doctor, he got so used, I was in there yeah. so many times. Yeah. He got so used to us that he would just like start conversations while he's doing it. And yeah. Ann would yeah. be holding my hand. I'd be like, I, I, I know, okay. trying to make it know. something. I don't know. know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it won't be like that for you guys. It's going to be romantic. Well, the, well, the, I mean, the interesting thing about is. the doctor we did pick is like the first time we went to see her, she was like, you know, there's no studies that are concentrated on like lesbian couples specifically who go through IUI and the fertility success rates. And she was like, someone should write that study. Maybe I should do that. And we were like, please yes. do that. <laughs> you were like, not only write the study, but use us and give us a discount yeah, while exactly. you do it. I mean, she's been asking us for so much information throughout this process. Like she asks which lawyer we used, um, how, how much, much we cost. pay for all of these different parts, the legal thing and the sperm bank thing. And, um, like about the timeline, I, like it's really been, I think, informational for her. like a learning process. Yeah. Well, and you hope that now she'll become an informed ally who will share right. that out to other right. lesbians who come behind you. So we were talking maybe you're like you pioneers. Guys, maybe you guys will be the lesbians on her website. <gasps> yeah. So with your fancy glasses, right. Yes. <laughs> And a little baby. And a belly. And a belly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so when we went to her office the first time, we were like filling out the paperwork and it was just so non-inclusive. It was very clearly like mother's name, father's name, mm-hmm. you know, it was just everything was like that. And so we were, we were talking and we were like, you know, I think after we go through this and after we have a pregnancy or pregnancies, we're going to like call them up and be like, hey, just FYI, here's some forms. things that you can and should do. This is what you could do better. Yeah. Yeah. A little postmortem with your doc. Right. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, as you get ready, I mean, you're at the point of jumping off. Like, are you nervous? Like you're getting ready to start a family. Like, what do you, where do you feel like? I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm really Mm -hmm. excited and I'm, I'm really just like hopeful that it's going to work and that they're going to be healthy and like that I'm going to be healthy. And, you know, I mean, I've been trying, like I cut out caffeine and alcohol and I sleep nine hours and I'm like trying so hard to be like, you know, like ready to go. And I feel like I've been ready for like, I would have, you know, I've been ready for so long, just like mentally and like trying to get my body ready, but I'm just so excited. I'm absolutely terrified. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I mean, I just feel like there's so much that can go wrong, you know, Mm. like health stuff, health stuff. Yeah. I mean, I just, I would never want anything to happen to Liz. I would, I would rather die, you know, than, mm. than deal with that. And yeah, just 
I mean, even when there is a pregnancy, like it's so likely that the first one will miscarry and Mm -hmm. that I'm worried about when the kids get here. Like, what if I'm not a great parent (laughs) and, uh, you know, money stuff. And it's just, I'm just like Mm -hmm. a natural warrior. So, Mm -hmm. you know. Disco ball, disco ball, palm tree, palm tree. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like you're in the right place. I know, but you guys have already done so much to even to just get to this place. So I don't think you should worry that you might not be good parents. I mean, you know, you never know, <laughs> but you I mean, guys, I feel like I, it depends on the kid too, right? Exactly. Yeah, sure does. You never know what you're going to get, but I think that you guys are going to be good at it. Just, <laughs> just because you've had so much due diligence so far, just and been so intentional. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I don't know why, but I have this very, motherly feeling for you too. Like I just like of your journey and I would just tell you you're prepared. Now let that go. You know, like if you, I don't know, you both said you're artists. So I don't know if a sports reference will work for you, but like when you, <laughs> like you are a lesbian, so I'm hoping there's some sportiness in I'm there. I'm also but like, a weightlifter. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. So then, you know, when you practice, you practice, you practice, you practice, you do the very best you can. But then when you go out into a game or a match or whatever it is, you have to let it all go and you have to, and I just know that I had a couple of, of things where I put so much pressure on it and who knows, you, you never know why one sticks and one doesn't. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I had this feeling like, you know, going to Bogota and all this pressure of this is the last last vial from the same, you know, donor as my first child. I don't know that there was a chance in hell that was ever going to stick because mm-hmm. I was so, I was in the roller coaster. I was putting all this pressure on it. So I would just tell you to like take deep breaths and Jamie would like do Jamie's acupuncture and, mm-hmm. and, and it, it'll all come, it'll all happen. That's really mm-hmm. good advice. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but I just, don't you feel so motherly over them <laughs> in your cute glasses? I, I just do. do. I know. Well, so it was cute. also really funny because after we talked to you, you were like, how many vials do you have? And we were like six for both of us. I was just going to ask like, this. get more sperm. And so we yeah. were like. I was like, six is not well, enough. Does your, do you know, does your doctor use one or just one vial just per one insemination? Vial. Yeah. Okay, oh, that's, okay. That's helpful. Some doctors do two vials per insemination. So that's. Yes. Yeah, so, so you too. have so you have six tries, but you also want to go with a second. They want this, to have a second kid. You want to have a second. So, so our donor one. just started a new cycle. Yeah. Oh, I mean, good. literally after. So he was open to it. Robin, you were like, listen, you just need to get more. And we were like, okay. <laughs> we were like, more, please. So we messaged I, I was like, like, hey, how do you feel about going in for another six? And he's like, yeah, sure. So he's on his second of the six now. So we'll have a total of 12. Okay. I feel good about that. One more question. So you had to send his sperm to an actual sperm bank. Right. So in order for them to he goes. So we actually bought something called the bulk special through this sperm bank, (laughs) like Costco (laughs) for sperm. Yes. (laughs) But it's not in Texas. It has to be outside of Texas. No, it's in Texas because you can store. we're We're not buying it from him. He, oh, yeah. so, oh, so he's so voluntarily he going in, but he's, it's called a directed donor in the state. So sure. we're directing him to go into the bank and then he does his donations and then they store it and wash it and do all that. And then there's mm-hmm. the, the like dude who like runs the bank, mm-hmm. hand delivers the sperm to like local area places in like a little robot. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Actually, they said we can pick up the sperm and take it to our doctor if we <laughs> yeah. want, which I kind of want to do because that's very if these walls like, could talk uh, to. I know, right? But I have this whole image in my head of like this Instagram post of us with our little R two D two robot, yes. you know, our first yes. family photo. You have to <laughs> yes. do that. You really have to do that. Yeah. Um, all right. So my my last question is: what's the what's the gift you give 
your anonymous sperm donor to say thank you for donating his oh. sperm and making your child. Do you give it like a watch? Like, what do you like? What do you even do for a dude like that? <laughs> I don't even, his push I mean, present. That's such a good question. His push we were present. Talking about this like before he ever went for his first donation, and I was like, you know, it feels wrong to offer him money or take thing. him out to dinner, right? A well, spa we, gift like, certificate. Like, what do you pay, do? We give him money. I mean, we give him money like just to sort of reimburse him for like gas travel and expenses, food. You know, when he's when mm-hmm. he goes out there a per diem. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, we haven't really figured that out. Like, what what could we do that's not weird? I mean, and he's right. Right. he's such a selfless person that like he definitely doesn't expect anything, mm-hmm. and like he definitely just wants to do it because he knows it's helping us to have a family. But it's like, I don't, I don't know. All right, hmm. I think our listeners on our Facebook page Way and our Facebook community listeners. need to 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 give their ideas of what gift you yeah. should give. Send yeah. them over. Send them yeah. donor. Send them our way. Seriously. Yeah. All right. Hmm. Well, I absolutely loved talking to you too. Yeah. This was. I, I thank you for reaching out and and suggesting yourselves because this was so fun. I can't wait to hear how it goes. I know you're going to keep in touch. Yeah, we yeah. keep us posted. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We also Listen. have a we have a babygram. We'll send it to you guys. What's a babygram? What? Like an Instagram page for our baby mm-hmm. making oh. our baby making activities. There we go. Oh, okay, okay yeah. Please, mm-hmm. we're gonna need to we're gonna need we to get need involved to in that, <laughs> and we'll need some voice memos as to how it goes along the way, and so we can update our listeners for yeah. sure. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Yeah, Yay. thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Oh my god, I love those I two. I love them. They're little fashionable glasses. And I know, just, so cute those two. I wonder how, how how nice they'll look once they get that baby. <laughs> they probably get dressed up for Halloween. <laughs> so like mom hating. I bet they do get dressed up for Halloween. <laughs> they probably um, uh, well they're um they're documenting their IUIs right now. I know. Since we recorded with them, mm-hmm. they've started their process. And so it's like I'm I'm in real time watching them on Instagram. Yeah, they're at like baby Britless, B-R-I-T. T L E S S. Yep, baby Britless. And um, you gotta follow them because it's, it's so like fun. I'm fully vested. Oh, they're in gonna what name happens. they're gonna name the kid um, Jamie Robin. No, ovaries. Robin Jamie. Oh, Robin Jamie ovaries. RJ. Because they they did their first insemination in the Rose Room, which is my daughter's name. So clearly, well, anyway, check in with them. Let's see. It's fun. Well, <sighs> listen, I feel like I feel like we nailed it again, and we should you know just like keep this conversation going with everybody. What do you think? Yeah, join us on the social. You can join our community on Patreon at patreon.com slash ovaries talk. All kinds of extra content over there. We got some parenting advice, behind the scenes content, all right. the mess that is Jamie and Robin in video. Yep. You can also find us at ovaries talk on Twitter, ovaries underscore talk on Insta. And if these ovaries could talk on Facebook and you can also join our private community there Yeah, on the Facebook, on the book of the Vache. Yeah. And in, you can talk to other listeners. In Facebook, there's a group that's, if these ovaries could talk. Join it. <laughs> It's a lot of fun conversations. A lot of chatter in there. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. And thank you to our sponsors, Literati and Quip. Love we, them. We couldn't have done this without you. Absolutely not. Well, we could have, but we would be less educated and our breath would smell. Our breath would stink. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, well, eggs. okay, eggs, ovaries. <laughs> Out. Out. If these ovaries could talk, they would say. Eggs, ovaries, Out. <laughs>